today we have the pleasure of talking with Jordan Williams and one of his young athletes, 13-year-old Piper Simpson. Jordan Williams is one of the youngest level three performance coaches with Athletics Australia and specializes in coaching junior athletes of all levels. His Sydney-based squad, Up and Running, boasts some of the best junior athletes in Australia with state and national champions and medal winners in track, cross country, surf lifesaving and triathlon. Piper Simpson has been a member of the Up and Running squad for the past four years. The middle distance specialist is a twice national champion in both the 800 meters and 1500 meters events. Off the track, Piper was the gold medalist at the 2020 New South Wales cross country long course championships, and she is the recipient of numerous community sports awards. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, both of you. We're really excited to hear about the dynamics of coaching a stable of young superstars. So I'm sure there's a myriad of issues you have to address, like balancing personalities and athletic ability. So I was wondering, Jordan, if you could describe your training methodology. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having us as well, by the way, guys. Um, basically, we've had a motto at Up and Running since I started the business about five years ago, um, which is we make running fun. And the reason for that, I've always stood by it. And the reason for that is like I'm coaching young athletes and at their age, the main focus is to not bore them with the running. Um, obviously, running's quite a serious and full on sport, especially if you do it elite level. Um, and so my goal kind of has been to make it fun for them. Um, and the way I do that each month is with my programs, I don't make it the same. Um, it's always very different, um, whether it be the courses they do um, in the park that we have provided. The courses are always kind of different. Um, and I also try and provide my own sessions um, that I try and put together each month. So they're kind of um, certain things that I work towards just to make sure that they're kind of getting the enjoyment in the running. Um, our group is basically like built around friendship and that's how I wanted it to be. Um, I've got, you know, a level of friendship with every one of my athletes and um, whether they're just there for fitness or they're also there as elites, they all know each other and there's no toxicity, whether like one of them is slower than the other. So that was one main thing as well that I wanted to focus when I started this and it's kind of progressed into something really big with all of them being there for each other, yeah. Yeah, so like I guess many coaches are normally pretty strict and their training methodology is very structured. So like Piper, would you also agree that that Jordan's coaching is not like the hard taskmaster? He like, he makes it fun? Yeah, he does make it fun. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think all your athletes just must uh, really appreciate the mixing up the training and I'm sure as they're more likely to continue running in the future that way. So that's really interesting. Yeah, he doesn't. It's like I learned to the squad's like not just a team. It's like family to me. Yeah. Like I know everyone, they're all my friends and it's really fun when we do it together rather than just training on your own. So you would say there's an atmosphere up and running where everyone is supported not only by the coach but also the other athletes, which is which is just so lovely. And you've just 
achieve some incredible results with your running. So huge congratulations to you and Jordan as well. Um, do you find that up and running provides the kind of spirit that inspires and motivates you to keep doing um, this well? Yeah, definitely. Because um, Jordan will like understand if we're having a bad session or anything and he won't, he won't get angry at us or anything. He'll just say, it's okay, you can just, you'll just do better in the next session. And even if I don't do my best in the races, my team and him will always encourage me to do better next time. So it's more positive feedback than the negative, which I'm sure uh, you all appreciate. Like many sports, I guess, if the athletes feel nurtured on an individual level, then they can open up about their own vulnerabilities. You can help them shed the negative self-talk and then that clears the path for them to achieve their personal best. How do you manage this aspect of training, Jordan? Um, Well... Like, I've got a level of kids from, let's say, the age of six through to about 18 at the moment. And um, so, like I mentioned before, I'm on a friendship level with all of them, um, as well as their coach. And a lot of them have opened up to me, if not all of them. Um, So, of course, I always have to run it by their young kids and their athletes, um, but they're, they're young. So I have to run everything by their parents. But some of the times... Um, they are able to come and talk to me about things they might be struggling with. Um, and there's certain ways I help help and, and um, help with things like that is, um, for example, a few weeks ago, I just went for a run with one of my um, athletes who was with me from day one. And um, they've been struggling a bit just with like being a teenager, I guess. Um, so we haven't seen them run for quite a few months now. And obviously this lockdown hasn't been helping um but yeah we um we just went for a run and just you know just basically talked about everything just um had some banter you know we paid each other out just about things um we've known each other for a long time and that's kind of how I am with all of the squad um you know I come to training and my squad starts off by you know giving me crap about something so um yeah so it's always kind of a lot of banter as well as just being there um, to to train um, and race hard. So, yeah, so that's pretty much how I do it. Yeah, because you yourself were a New South Wales junior elite athlete. So, I mean, that provides you with a lot of empathy for your athletes. And I'm sure you can still remember the pressure of a race or a particular competitor that could derail you competition can be crazy so do you get your athletes to view races as just another training session um yeah like I could definitely think of plenty of um like competitors back in when I was racing that um I could have thrown a dart at is is what people would say um so you know but I was also friends with a lot of them as well and um but yeah there's definitely athletes out there that can um you know derail um, kids, especially when it starts mixing with their emotions and things like that. Um, yeah, the, the way I kind of, like when I used to race and things like that, um, my coach was just always very tough-headed um, back when I was racing. And he, the way he used to just do it was go out there and just smash that person in front of you and things like that. Um, so obviously when you had people beating you and stuff, it was quite tough to 
um, take home. And, you know, every after every race, you kind of were always doubting yourself about mm. something. Um, so the way I've kind of, um, like, brought it forward to my squad is um, I want them doing, like, racing every race like it's training, like you mentioned before, and racing every race like there's no one else in front of them. Um, and obviously there's always going to be times that you have bad races. Um, it's just how it is. Like not like there wouldn't be anyone in the world that hasn't had a race where they haven't been happy. Um, so it's just obviously how unfortunately this sport works. Yeah. Um, and some, some people more than others, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so I just basically bring it forward with them. Um, obviously with Piper here, for example, like if she ever has a bad race and things like that, like she mentioned before with the training, it's the same thing. Um, I just tell them to keep going at it and we just keep working towards it. Obviously it's about um, moving forward instead of taking steps back. So, yeah. Um, so Piper, do you feel comfortable talking to Jordan about um, your fears or insecurities? Let's face it, when you've won so many high profile races, there's a, there's pressure for you to keep winning. Can you describe how you feel before these major races? Well, there's always going to be pressure for the people who have won all the big races because you always feel like you have to do it again and people won't think that you're good enough if you don't do it again. And I feel like because I've become so close with Jordan over the years, it's been a lot easier to open up to him about how I feel. And I often, I always get nervous before races because I know people find me intimidating, but I often find others very intimidating as mm. well. So just that kind of feeling before races. Well, I guess Jordan's mentality of not necessarily having to, to beat the person ahead of you, but just having your own perfect race for yourself might alleviate some of that pressure, even though I'm sure for most athletes, the most pressure is the one that we put on ourselves. But it's really good that you have that connection with Jordan to, to talk about these things and he can hopefully help you um, to get through those feelings, yeah. Yeah. So you also compete at a representative level in hockey and rowing. So how do you find juggling multiple sports at such a high level? Well, I do, I do love all my sports. And competing at a high level was pretty difficult for all of them. But because I've been running for so long, I feel like it's because it's one sport that I find offers so many opportunities to do, to prove to myself that I can beat people and I can be stronger than I think I am because there's so many races. And if, even if you do one bad race, there's always going to be a race you can make up for it with. Sure, well, that's a good mentality to have, that um, you don't have to put so much pressure on one race because you know there's more opportunities and I imagine also like I do triathlon so there's always another session if maybe your run isn't at that level right now you can just put more energy into your swim and vice versa so maybe with all, all your sports you can kind of just take your mind off each one at one time. Jordan how do you feel about Piper's commitment to so many sports? Will you be asking her to focus on any one uh, only on her running at some point? Um. Yeah, of course. Basically, with my runners and stuff like that, I won't have that talk with them until they're at least 16. Um, basically, that's just the age that I've kind of made that decision. Um, but I enjoy seeing them do all sports, especially at Piper's age. It's about especially those team sports and things like that. 
um, because that's definitely something you don't get as much of um, once you finish high school and, and stuff. Um, you you lose kind of all those team sports unless you, you want to focus um, on that. So, yeah, with Piper and, and stuff, I, I don't mind what she's doing and that at the moment. Um, once, once she gets older, obviously, depending on if she enjoys it as much as she does now, um, then, yeah, I will get her to focus on the running. Um, I think she's definitely able to achieve some big things in the future. But, um, of course, it comes down to her teenage years. So, And that's basically um, how, how I am with, with all those athletes who are especially over 16 and stuff now. I think I've only got uh, three out of the few hundred that I've got in the books. Um, I think I've only got three that actually focus just on running, um, which, is, which, is, which is a good thing. Um, so yeah yeah well we it's really rare that we have a coach and an athlete on the same podcast so I wanted to ask you this might be a bit awkward but so Jordan what aspect of Piper do you appreciate most as your athlete all right um yeah well I see Piper as a little sister that I never had um I've known Piper for about four years and obviously um because she's competed at national level and stuff I've you know, travelled to Melbourne and things like that with her and her family. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Piper's a little sister to me um, and she's a very humble kid. There's honestly, with the things that she's a, achieved, she's a very quiet achiever, I could say, um, because, you know, you see a lot of athletes and stuff now, especially when they've achieved what she has, um, who are very hot-headed and, you know, they it's just the way this sport can be sometimes. Um, so, yeah, she she's very humble and she supports the team a lot and stuff like that. So I respect her so much in that way. Um, she's very supportive. Yeah. And Piper, why do you love having Jordan as your coach? Well, I love him because he's not like most coaches who will really focus on making you the best runner you can well he does that but he also is really friendly and like like a big brother to me like he said and he he's just someone that I've grown really close to and I I really love him having having him as a coach because it it really it really does make running more fun having him around yeah that's lovely and so these are this is a question we ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Um, if you could have a conversation with anyone in the world from past to present, who would it be and what would you ask them? So that goes out to both of you. Um, yeah, I'll go first. Um, definitely Mo Farah. Um, he's like you, you girls probably know who that is. Um, everyone kind of does, especially if you're into distance running. Yeah. Um, but it's not not just running wise. Um, I could have picked anyone really, but Mo Farah has been one of my idols even now that I don't race anymore. Um, just the way like he grew up and like what happened with um, things when he was young and stuff like that with his brother kind of going different directions. And um, so if there was anything I could ask him, one would definitely be how he did it all. Um, you know, like definitely how he became champion the way he did. And one of the big questions I have for him is what went through his head and how was he able to still win in Rio 2016 when he fell over and still won the 10,000 metre on track? That was unbelievable. Um, because, 
It was incredible. It was one of the most, well, it was the most incredible thing I've ever watched, really. Um, but it's just amazing how he did that. Um, I've, I've seen so many people fall over and not be able to come back in races, especially um, like that. So it was amazing to see. And we saw it in the 1500 metre um, in the Olympics not, um, not too long ago now. Um, in the females, which was pretty incredible to see that as well. So, um, but yeah, definitely the question for him would be how, what went through his head in that time and how was he still able to come back and win that the way he did? I'd also, I think we'd all like to hear the answer to that question. Yeah, that's a big question. Yeah. What about you, Piper? Well, this person isn't really like an idol, but I definitely respect him. And even though he's not from the sport, um it's Adam Goods and he's like he's an Aboriginal AFL player well he was but I just I really want to know like how he dealt with all the racism and everything but he still managed to like compete and achieve in his sport and become like a really well-known champion so I just want to know like even with the people like hating on him and being really rude to him and stuff how he still was able to keep his um like head focused on his sport and achieve the best he could Oh, that would be a fascinating conversation. Yeah, yeah. we want to hear that. So I guess to wrap it up, I have to say, Jordan, you must be pretty proud of the achievements of your squad. Up and Running currently has 27 athletes listed on the New South Wales Athletics Merit List in cross-country and athletics, four members of the New South Wales Athletics Target Talent Programme, and five members of the New South Wales Triathlon Development Programme. I mean, it's, it's truly phenomenal what you're doing here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I'm extremely proud. And when I, um, yeah, like I mentioned before, when I first started all this, my, my goal was to bring all the kids together and have them enjoying running. Um, it's, it's something that I really struggled with, obviously through my teenage years. Um, I didn't enjoy the running as much as I wanted to. And like, it's my favorite sport. I love it. Um, but that's unfortunately why I struggled to race um, now um, I am still young but I just struggle um, myself to get around to racing and things now um, so my basically what I like what I wanted to start was um, having them all enjoying it and then obviously you know it's a bonus to have all the big achievements that we've gotten over the years but um, yeah I'm super proud of every single one of them even the ones that are just there to keep fit you know the generation and the world we live in now, it's very computer-based, especially for those kids and stuff in school. So to see them out, um, you know, instead of playing video games and um, doing sports and stuff is something, you know, I'm very happy to see. Well, it looks like you've achieved your goal and more. So thank you so much, um, both of you, for your time. It's been so interesting to talk to you both. And, you know, good luck with your future races. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Heath, for having us, guys. Thank you. Thank you.